0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast of Journey Through the Mind. One more week um, has passed, and here we are. Hey, Cass, how are you doing? Hey, Claude, doing very well, thank you. I just these weeks are running away. Hey, yo. can you believe it? We're <laughs> like halfway into 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 Feb.
1: Yeah, uh, nearly
0: Valentine's Day. Well, Valentine's Day is gone, so yeah. Um, Valentine's Day's gone was yesterday, and um, how did how did it go for you? Just
1: ah, <laughs> I practice self love, proper self love. <laughs> Had a lovely evening,
0: thank you. Me too, me too. Yeah, <laughs> self love, nothing better. <laughs> so sticking with with um the month of love and more importantly self love, um. We thought of this week going deeper into it and um, really digging deep into what are the core issues um, that people are struggling with at the moment. And it's a theme or a pattern that I've actually picked up with majority, if not almost all of them, of my clients that I'm seeing lately and that a lot of the issues are stemming with Um, down to low self-esteem and low self-worth and that's that's a huge factor in causing a lot of the issues we have in life Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's it Claude.
1: that's it Um, you know we don't have a good self-esteem then how do we expect those around us to look at us in a favorable light so self-esteem yes is core to everything around us Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so what what exactly is low self-esteem? You know, uh, low self-esteem is obviously when somebody lacks confidence about who they are and what they can do. Um, they often feel incompetent, unloved or inadequate. And people who struggle with low self-esteem are consistently afraid about making mistakes or letting other people down. So when I come across... Um, Clients who, who have that low self-esteem and worried about uh letting their families down, their bosses, and they put added pressure on themselves. So it, it, it tends to become a people pleasing um, mm-hmm. a habit and and we're so worried about uh pleasing everybody else that we end up burning ourselves out, you know.
1: But that's it, and you know it's yeah, if you doubt yourself. It also impedes you achieving any of your goals, so yeah. which which is actually quite um, quite sad, really, in the end. Um, and yeah, we've got to we've got to examine ways of how we can actually look at, like you said, not the self pleasing, learning to say no, being kind to ourselves.
0: Um, how do we how do we increase our self esteem levels? Yeah. And um, having self-esteem issues can be detrimental to your health and negatively yes. affect your personal and professional relationships. You know, there's many reasons why we have low self-esteem. It could be your genes, how and where you grew up, and other life circumstances um, that can all play a role. I mean, I had a client this week who who's so successful in, in, in what he does but he has the lowest self-esteem because his mother, his dad, left him as a young uh, child, um, was just there to provide financially, but wasn't there as a present father. And then the mother just kept um, accusing him of, of uh, you know, things that he didn't do. And, and he just retracted. And even today, he just isolates himself, which mm. is so sad. And his self-esteem is down, out the window, gone. Well, she
1: diminished his whole self-worth. Yeah. That's what she actually did. So he's got to go right back and actually go through those experiences and live those experiences and actually just correct those experiences now that he had where she took away his self-worth.
0: Yeah. And the major factor of low self-esteem comes from your own mental state. Um, You know, that inner voice, that internal dialogue that we... That we have in our in our mind, um, and this can be by constantly telling yourself that you're not good enough or worth anything, even if there is evidence to the contrary. you know negative thinking, negative self-talk um, it it generally is linked to your low self-worth and low self-esteem so and and like we've spoken about before with the neuron network, in the brain and those neural pathways, the more you tell yourself you're not good enough. And it can stem from something as little as um, somebody in your childhood saying you can't do that. And you start believing that. That then, if you create the thought, the thought creates the, the, the belief, and the belief creates the behavior. And that then becomes your core um, personality. And when we're dealing with, with uh, uh, reducing or eliminating self-esteem issues and, and the lack of that, we have to go that far back to, to change the belief system, to change. And, and firstly, we have to start changing the, the, the internal dialogue so that we can create a new pathway, so that the old one dies out. But that's it. And you know, Claude,
1: um, if we look at sort of like your self-worth, um, you know, you, probably what's quite the two main factors that really affect self-worth is parenting styles. Like with your client, the mom, the mom didn't impart great um, parenting styles towards him, and he's now dealing with that. And then also um, sort of like social media, any media. you start to actually compare yourself to to tv programs maybe there's something that you want to be or this this looks so perfect so we actually look at try and strive for ideals that aren't actually real so those those bring down the self-worth um which obviously affects your whole self-esteem how you look at yourself how you value yourself and your over sense uh, your overall sense of you know self-worth and your personal value
0: yeah, so there's there's a lot of signs. Um, you know, somebody might might ask you like, "What are the signs? How do we know when somebody has a low self-esteem?" You know, there's there's several signs that can show you. Wow, okay, because a lot of times we will think that I'm not I'm not uh, uh, self-deprecating or, or I'm not um, you know I'm not uh, uh, don't have a lack of confidence, but. There's certain signs that we can look for to to show what are the signs of low self-esteem, and one of them is sensitivity to criticism. So if you if you have low self-esteem, um, you may be extra sensitive to criticism, whether from your yourself or from others, and you will see it only as reinforcing your flaws, and confirming that you are in, incapable of doing anything right. As opposed to taking the criticism seeing it as feedback and either seeing it is it true or if it is true what can I do then to to change it and grow and evolve um, so being extra sensitive to criticism is, is a huge sign of, of uh, low self-esteem and another one is social withdrawal so If you get invited to a birthday or you get invited to a theme park or you get invited to something and you've got a low self-esteem. So, uh, you know, that you don't feel good enough, you don't feel beautiful enough or you you don't have enough, uh, the right clothes or whatever that case may be, you will start withdrawing, canceling invitations, uh, declining invitations and you, you might you'll eventually as well uh, not have any desire to hold a conversation or talk about your life to anybody because you feel like you've got nothing to awesome. to offer and if you compare yourself too much to others then you know if you if you sit and you compare your life to someone who's in a higher position or in 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 a, in a higher social um uh, capacity then you're going to it's going to bring down your your self-esteem even further and then you just don't want to talk about yourself because you it's going to make you feel worse
1: that's it then also you know we we think perfectionism is you know maybe something to strive for but actually it is a big sign of also um low esteem is because actually perfectionism is really a big intense fear of failure yeah so, you know, that's where you'll find that maybe you start procrastinating because, you know, all the self-sabotage will start coming in there um, because you don't want to fail. You know, if you if you turned that around and said, okay, every failure is actually something that I learned and there's something I can take from it, it won't, it will actually benefit your self-esteem versus looking at it negatively. Yeah. And then also believing that other people are better than you. Yeah. You know, we... You know what we put out on social media or when we even with friends and families you know maybe you know you look at your friend you say gee you wish you had her life her husband is perfect Her kids are perfect they're all achievers they're all just doing well and then you know you'll hear a story oh now they're getting divorced and you're like what happened there you know so you don't know what's going on behind closed doors so be careful when you want to, you know, believe others are better than you because you actually don't know the full story. So that's why concentrate on yourself. You know, it's not comparing yourself with other people. It's growing who you are. And that's what this
0: life is about, is bettering you as your own self, your own person. Yeah. And another common sign or symptoms um, of low self-esteem is lack of confidence. When when you've tried something and it didn't work, it will break your confidence. But instead of, if you're that positive person, if you are that confident person, you'll think, well, okay, it didn't work this way. I'm going to shift and change and do things differently to then let it work the other way. A negative person, someone with low self-esteem will look at it as a failure and then just not want to even try it again. Um, Negative social comparisons, like I said, you know, comparing yourself to, to, to celebrities, to people in higher positions, that that can where where it can be good to motivate us. Some people see it as a negative, and then just feel like even further failure. Um, trouble asking for help when we think that we can do, we have to do everything ourselves, and not and not um asking for help. You know, where that ego comes in. Um, then worry and self doubt, doubting that um that I, I won't be able to achieve that certain project or whatever that comes that that comes my way. Dif- difficulty accepting compliments. I saw a client this week and and she's also got such low self esteem, huge people pleaser. And when I said to her, I want you to look in the mirror and tell me one thing about yourself that you love about yourself. I mean, anybody. And she looked at me. She says, "Um, I don't know. I don't, there's nothing I like about myself. So I said, okay, then tell me if your best friend, what would she say she loves about you? And then she told me. But then I said, okay, if I look at you, I've met you today, but I think you got an amazing smile. She actually looked at me with like this look of complete disbelief, like, you're lying, you know you, we actually have that when we've got that low self-esteem, we think that somebody's just saying it to either tease us or or they're trying to make us feel better, and but they're lying. and and that or where it comes into difficulty accepting compliments, negative self-talk, like no, you, you're lying. I don't have a beautiful smile. there's no ways. I'm terrible, I'm horrible, I'm disgusting. Um, you know, and then the fear of failure your failure is a huge one but you know like I always say and I think I've said it in podcasts before and I'll tell everybody failure the word fail is just the first attempt in learning take it as feedback what can I do differently how to change it but if I have low self-esteem I'm going to go straight to the negative and then a poor outlook for the future um Cass you know what's going on in this country. Nobody, I think the whole world knows the the circus that we live in here. <laughs> yes, um, where our politicians live a fantasy life um, and think that you know they can <laughs> fool us into believing their their lies and fantasies. But but if we look at it, I mean, even in America, they have problems. I see what's going on there. <laughs> I don't know, they got a circus of your own there in America. <laughs> um, in Europe, it's in Portugal, it's it just it's all over. So if we feed into the negativity and we just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I see people like like I told you earlier that I got a video this week that we're going to run out of food in 2025 in South Africa. And I was like, whoa, if I start feeding into that, I would have already gone and started stockpiling. And oh my gosh, if we constantly look at that negative, that's all we're going to see. And that's going to, that's part of being, having that low self-esteem is just having that poor um outlook for the future and then a big one and i see it with most of my clients is lack of boundaries Mm -hmm. the lack of boundaries is a big one where i've got things uh, that one client that i sat with this week and she she's she gets she's so burnt out because she's constantly helping everybody her family comes and asks her for money and she goes and takes loans out to help them Sure. And she's putting herself yeah. in such debt because of them, just because she doesn't know how to say no. She feels bad about saying no, and all she wants to do is please them, and and feel worthy of their love. So it's something you've got to look at, and that's where being a people pleaser is another symptom. Mm-hmm. Is is you know thinking that if I please them, then I will be loved. And that's a huge one that comes down to the low and lack of self-esteem.
1: That's it and you know thoughts, um, you got Nathaniel Braden who uh, in his book he actually lists six pillars of self-esteem and he actually breaks up into two parts: Self-efficacy, so that is your ability um, to think for ourselves, to know that we are in charge of our own lives and Belief that what the universe gives you, you can actually handle that. No matter what the universe gives you, you can actually figure it out. And then the second one is self-respect. So that is how much we value ourselves. Um, And that's intrinsic uh, worthiness. Um, You do believe you deserve to be happy. You do believe you deserve to have a good life. And you do believe that you matter. So he breaks it down to to those pillars. And then he sort of lists the six pillars of of self-esteem. So the first one is living consciously. (laughs) Consciously. (laughs) And that's exactly, so it comes back to your your negative self-talk. You must become aware of your thoughts and feelings. So you must become aware when a negative thought comes in. You know, I'm so stupid. I can't do this. You take control of that, and you say, no, actually I can. Um, When we do that, when we make intentional choices, we are actually doing something, we're becoming the director of our own life. If you don't, if you just take those words in, I am stupid, I can't do this, you're just being dragged along through life. You're not being conscious about what you're doing. So you have to live consciously. So that's his first pillar. His second pillar is self-acceptance. And this is I am who I am now, and I accept that. You know, we, we might have been taught, you know, things like, you know, if you achieve, if you achieve this, you're actually a good girl. If, you, if you've got all these certificates, you are phenomenal. Um, and we might grow up thinking, gee, we always got to achieve, achieve to get our self-worth. But that's not, that's not what it's about. You've got to accept, you know what, maybe I can't be, um, you know, an electrical engineer, but you know what, I can still do something in engineering, maybe just not, you know, electrical, maybe I can become a mechanical engineer. And it's just accepting, you know what, I can't be that, but that's okay. That's okay, I haven't failed, it's okay. So it's that self-acceptance. And then his third pillar is taking full responsibility of our lives. So this one's quite, a, quite, a, quite an interesting one where it's no one is going to fix us or pave the way for us or make it better or do it for us. So this, is quite a, this, this one was quite, for me when I read it, was quite eye-opening. You know, sometimes we, we want to moan and, you know, cry and all that, but nobody else is going to feel what you're feeling. So you've got to put yourself first. We are the only ones that's invested 100% in our own selves. So you can't leave it to anybody else because they aren't, they, they might be invested in you, but they're not invested 100% like you are. So we have to take responsibility for our life, like you said, Claude. If you don't take care, that does affect your health and also our, our lives and our decisions that we make. And then the fourth pillar is self assertiveness. And this is not going out there and going, Look at me, I'm the best, yeah. This is just being able to speak up, so and set those boundaries right and set the boundaries. that's it. So this is where you know we we you know especially if you're in a group and you you don't want to say anything because you you know you might be shy, yes, but your opinion does matter within that group and when you when you also put that opinion out there, people then listen, so even if you think it's stupid nobody else might think it's stupid and there might actually be a very good opinion but you've got to learn to speak up because if you think if you sit in there and you know you've got the best idea and you know you'll solve the problem just with your one sentence and you don't speak up then what happens you start to feel trapped you start to become resentful and then your pain and struggling in silence creates also that frustration and anxiety and anxiety that's it so Healthy self-assertiveness comes out when we say
0: and speak up and allow others to believe that our voice counts too. And I think this comes down, Cass, is um, a lot to do with our body language. Now, you know that body language, um, or should I say 60% of our verbal, of our communication with somebody is non-verbal. And that comes down to your body language your belief within ourselves remember that we're all made of energy so if you're coming into a room feeling low low about yourself low self-worth low self-esteem not believing in yourself you have this negative energy around you and you're going to come in and the people who you're encountering will sense that energy just by your energy you don't even have to say anything so if you're coming in with that belief that I know what I'm talking about, I fully believe what I what what I'm saying, then they're gonna feel it as well because you fully believe it. But if you're trying to say something but you believe something totally different, yeah, they're gonna pick it up and they're gonna know that you you're you're talking nonsense, that you're just trying to bullshit them. Excuse the language, but mm-hmm. the the bottom line is if we can build up that self belief, that self-confidence, that self-worth, then we don't even have to say much. Just walking into a room is already 60% of your communication is done. That's it. That's it.
1: And then pillar number five is living life with intention and purpose. So this is deciding what you want from your life. What is meaningful for you? So how do you want life to go for you? What does it mean to you? So this is very much um determine what your values are. Yeah. What your goals, you know. So when we set goals, etc. Um, you know, some people say I don't know what my purpose is in life. Yeah. But look at what do you enjoy doing. You know, if, if it even if it means you love chatting and talking, that is something that you that that you love. You could become a public speaker. You could you could take on causes. Um, so determine what your driver is, what your purpose is. And I mean, that can be being the best mom that you can be, not comparing to somebody down the road, the best mom that you can be, helping people out, becoming doing charity work, volunteering. That's That's a big one.
0: I see that with my clients who are um like in retirement age where they start, you know, especially the empty nest syndrome, where now they feel like they've got no purpose, they've got nothing left to offer the world. And now they, they sink into that depression and they start just, they, they lose all their self-worth. And and it's one of the biggest things that I say to them, go and volunteer. That's that it. gives you purpose, even if it's at a children's shelter, at an animal shelter. Even animals lead, need love. That's it. And, and when I say that to them, they all I, I just see this light bulb going on in them. It's like... Wow, there is still stuff I can do, you know. If like you said, being the best mom. You don't have to be the best mom to your kids if you you know, you obviously you want to. But what about those children that are sitting in orphanages without a mom? You can go there and just love them. If you've got nothing to offer in terms of monetary or, or financial or material stuff, give love. That's free. That you don't you don't have to go study to give love. All you have to do giving a child a hug is that love. So, so if you're losing that lack of purpose in the world, mm-hmm. there's nothing better to f- give you purpose. There's nothing better to feed your soul than going to volunteer. And that happened with me, especially with um after losing my sister and my dad, and when I joined the victim support unit, and going to help the uh, you know going to counsel those victims of crime or or, or anything that we we saw. Cause I mean we have attended mm, yeah. so many scenes together. And coming out there is not the the feeling of I'm great or whatever. It's like I helped somebody else to feel better about themselves. And that just feeds my soul. More than any money you can give me in the world. And that's why the other day when I walked into one of – My sessions and my clients said to me, I feel so sorry for you. You have to listen to people's problems all day. And I said to her, please do not feel sorry for me. I would do this job even if I didn't need the money. I love what I do because if I can help somebody else feel great about themselves, that feeds my soul more than any money in the world. And that's why I'll probably never be a millionaire. But but at least... My soul is fulfilled, and that's what gives me purpose. If I have to live a life without purpose, then there's no use living. So that's that's it.
1: You know, Claude, we we always look at um, and exactly what you say. You know, on the outside, you might never become a millionaire, but on the inside, you are a millionaire already. You know, so we sometimes try and and draw from the outside. You know, you'll find people, especially if they've grown up, where achievement is everything. So when they go out into workforce, they go from the bottom right through to CEO status. And then they get to CEO status and they go, but I thought this would be better. I, I thought I'd feel different. I'd feel, you know, I'd feel accomplished, but they're not because it's outside. And that's what you're also going to remember. You, you, you do not derive your self-esteem from the outside world. It is inner, it's, it's inside. And you always got to remember that. So, you know, when you determine what your purpose is, and some people might still say it, but I don't know. I still don't know what my purpose is. Watch when a conversation happens, and it's something that you, mm-hmm. la- yeah, that you love and that you are passionate about. Watch how you as a person, your little, like I said, the light bulb switches on and your yep. face shines, and you can go into that conversation with full Full force because that is what you actually enjoy, and take notice things. So once again, love intentionally. Yeah. So be aware that maybe there's a cause for the homeless, and you get involved and you go, you know, it's but this we can do this, we can do that. We're gonna take note of those things because that's where your love actually is, and that's actually where your purpose is derived Draft, from. yeah. That's it. So and also remember, purpose can change. So yeah. it's not something for perfectionists. It's not something where. You set it that this is what I am and this is what I'm gonna be till till the end of my days.
0: Purpose is fluid. It can change. Your yeah. purposes can change. Oh yes. My purpose in life when I was young was just to travel. All I wanted to do was travel. I could have easily been a nomad and and moved from country to country every six months until I lost my sister and my purpose changed. My purpose mm-hmm. changed to, I need to help others go, th- you know, make it easier for them, give others a, a light at the end of their tunnel, give them more of a purpose to live. Why do I need to live? And and, and it did, it changed completely where, yes, I'd love to still be traveling, but if I was going to travel now, I would do it with this purpose of helping others. And yes, like you say, that's purpose a, changes. Yeah, that's a great example. It's a great example. And
1: then the sixth pillar is actually living with integrity. But this is not going and tell everybody the truth and don't lie. This is internal integrity. So it's integrity with yourself. And this is fulfilling the promises that you make to yourself. Um, And taking the responsibility in fulfilling those promises that you also
0: make to yourself. It's about putting yourself first. That's and, and so many people talk about it being selfish. And I always yeah. say to my clients, mm-hmm. and they're like, but that's selfish. I don't want to be a selfish person. Mm-hmm. And it's not about being selfish. I call it being self-full, filling your own cup first. That's, that's it. so important because you're the most important person in your life. So if you make yourself a promise, stick to it. Why are you pro- keeping promises to other people and neglecting yourself?
1: Exactly.
0: How are you going to help somebody else if you don't help yourself first? But that's it. So, you know, we
1: we all go, news resolutions, most of us, (laughs) we're going to go to the gym every day, we're going to eat healthy, etc. So we make that promise, even though it's written down as a goal, it actually is a promise to ourselves. So, you know, reality kicks in and you can't make it every day and, you know, you're travelling so fast food is easier to get than cooking food sort of thing. So already you're starting to break that promise now, the more you break your promise, you become where you don't trust yourself. Yeah. So you've got to take responsibility. So maybe instead of saying that I'm going to gym every day, you say, you know what? For January, I will commit to going five days for the month to gym. I will try and eat healthy for three days of the week. That's more. So become responsible when you're making those goals. Don't just say I'm going to go to gym every day or, or whatever be responsible in setting those goals because when you actually achieve those goals you actually start trusting yourself so a lot of self doubt is because you don't trust Trust yourself yourself. so you know when you when you don't i mean if you if your friend lies to you your trust drops with that so can you imagine what you're doing to yourself when you are not going to gym
0: every single day you're lying to yourself you're lying to yourself
1: that's it so (laughs) you're not following through and you are actually damaging your own relationship with yourself so take responsibility when you actually make promises to yourself and think about it before you do that you know we all got to-do lists every day you know it's no use doing the to-do list and thinking okay i will get through 10 things when in reality you also do know that actually maybe i'll only get through two things yeah Say to yourself, okay, I've got a list of 10 things, but today I have to concentrate on A and B. And when you tick them off, you're building up trust within yourself and you're building up that confidence in yourself because you're not letting yourself down. So create a promise, but keep that promise. And that will also help you to build that trust and confidence within yourself.
0: Yep. So Cass, this sounds like so much... Um that you've got to do to to be able to build that self esteem and and someone with a low self esteem someone with depression someone with stuff like that might might turn around and say what's the use it's just easier to to just sit and and watch t v all day and not worry about the world. I'm fine the way I am, but you know there's there's an impact to low self esteem and and what is the impact you know? um research suggests that there are numerous effects of low self-esteem and for instance having lower levels of self-esteem is linked to a number of mental issues okay so Hmm. you're going to create a number of mental issues by staying in this low self-esteem for long periods and these can include anxiety eating disorders emotional distress internet addiction, those people that sit on internet day in, day out, panic disorders, risky behaviors, social anxiety disorder, substance use, and obviously mm. stress. Now, you know, stress is one of your biggest killers. That's, it's it's mm. the one factor that cancer loves to thrive on is stress. So these are the impacts. Um That that low self-esteem can have on your mental and emotional uh, and even your physical self, you know. They can play, low self-esteem may even play a huge role in the development of certain mental health conditions such as depression. Uh, Research has also shown that people with low self-esteem are more likely to be at risk for suicidal ideation. And that's a, Mm -hmm. that's a, a massive one. So... So what do we do? What do we do? How do we fix this? How do we how do we build our self esteem? Case okay, you said with those with those six with those six um what are they Pillars. pillars, pillars. Of, I was gonna steam, call them yeah. lifelines. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but but like to recap, you know, we think positively. We change mm-hmm. our thoughts. And it's not just fooling ourselves into being positive. Mm-hmm. Like like I had mentioned before. If you're in a field of thorns don't tell yourself i'm 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 in bliss it's you know what i'm yes i'm i'm in the field of thorns right now but i've got the 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 tools i've got the skills i've got the drive to be able to go and water the ground plant new seeds Plow the the ground, you know, and make it that field of paradise that you want to. That's how we think positively, is understanding that I might not be where I want right now, but I've got the skills, I've got the courage, I've got the determination to get to where I want to go. Treat yourself well. Self-care is another one. Mentally, emotionally, physically. Practice self-acceptance and forgiveness. We always think Mm. about, like, we beat ourselves up and self-forgiveness is a big one and then get support from friends and loved ones you know you don't have to do it all alone and it just makes it easier when we have support do things that bring you joy like you said (coughs) you know the things that bring you joy will bring you purpose feel good about your achievements and progress celebrate those small achievements, no matter how small they may be. That's it. Celebrate it because that then trains the brain into producing that dopamine, that, that um, uh, uh, reward chemical, that, that chemical that makes you feel confident. And then actively challenge negative thoughts and self-criticism, consciously being aware of every thought and action that you have so that you can cut it at the stem.
1: Yeah, and people might say, gee, but for me to be (coughs) consciously aware of every thought and that that comes into my mind, like, that's hard work. Take responsibility, because when you do do that, then you are, like I said, the director of your life, and you're not just going through life without actually being consciously aware of changing your
0: thoughts, of looking after yourself, of bettering yourself. Um, And when you, when in the beginning, yes, it might seem like, oh my gosh, how am I going to... Where do I have the time to be conscious of every thought? But, you know, if you're you're conscious of a negative thought that comes into your mind and you stop it right there, Mm -hmm. you have no idea how quickly and how much more time you will have because you know that when you've got that negative thought or you're worried about something, you will spend the whole day and night worrying about this and it, it stops everything in your life. It delays everything. So if you can stop it right there, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to stress about it. You don't have to fret about it. You can now get on with life again. And the more you train yourself to stop those negative thoughts, the easier it's going to become. It's like learning to drive a car or a bicycle. In the beginning, it's hard. You know, how That's to keep it. that balance, the clutch control on the car, the gears and the, and the, the, the mirrors and all of that. But the minute you, you, you get that, that grasp of it, it then becomes second nature. And you do it without even thinking. But that's it and you know when you look at self
1: self how do you how do you better self i mean that is exactly like you say self-care learn to put in boundaries you don't have to please everybody this is about you and what is good for you what is needed if you feel like you you not skilled enough learn Pick up a book, learn, take a course, learn. Because the more you know on where you are or what you want to know about your subject, you become more confident in that. Um, Have the good self talks and accept yourself as I am enough. And you see yourself as a whole, complete and imperfectly beautiful. Yeah. So accept and you
0: are enough as you are you are enough. So So how do we start shifting those those neural pathways in the brain is also think about a time in the past where you made it through something really difficult like for instance my sister's suicide. It was the hardest time in my life you know at, at, to, to get through my guilt, my self-worth, all of that but when i look at how far i've come since then you know you remind yourself that even though you might not feel your best right now you have the ability and the strength to get through it which then makes you a 100 percent achiever when i tell my clients and this one that i saw on, on uh, this week with with the lowest self-esteem i've ever met seen is is i said to her you're a 100 percent achiever she says no i'm not i said how not have you not made it through every challenge in your life to get you? She's like, yeah, but there's others I did. I'm like, but every challenge that you've overcome to get to where you are today makes you that 100% achiever. What you haven't got yet, you can still get to. And then she's like, okay, but if you look at it that way, I'm like, yes, if you look at it that way, you shift your belief. So if you, that's how you get your, give yourself the courage to say, you know what, Yes, I'm in the shit. Yes, it's it's bad right now. But I've got the resilience. I've got the strength. I've got the courage to do it again that I've done it when I've done it before. And look at how those things that you've achieved. Like I said to, to, my, to their clients, I said, tell me a day where you felt really great about yourself. And she's like, it was my graduation. So I said, okay, tell me then how you felt that day look at those look at uh, i made her close her eyes in front of me and i said to her close your eyes put yourself on that stage again what were you wearing i was wearing this beautiful red dress i felt on top of the world i felt like i could fly i said okay start feeling that right now because we can hack the brain into bringing those emotions from the past into right now because the subconscious brain does not recognize Past, present, and future or fake from real. We can bring past experiences that we felt into the right now and feel them right now. You can do it both with with positive or negative emotions. If I sit and think about the night my sister died, those that moment where we we you know where we found her and all of that, I can go into that panic state. I I will start crying or whatever because you can bring that that emotion. But I choose not to. I've dealt with it. I've put it to rest. It happened, yes. And I've learned from it and I've grown from it. But I look at the other achievements I've done and that's what I bring into right now. And it will hack the brain into producing those emotions, producing those chemicals in the brain that will help you to feel accomplished, happy, like you can fly like an eagle. And that's how we hack the brain. That's how we start changing and shifting the mindset but that's a truth
1: and you know for high esteem one of the attributes is not dwelling on the past negative experiences yeah um which helps you make feel more confident yeah. and helps you to have a positive outlook on life i mean we always look at those people that always seem to be happy and we can that can be irritating sometimes but, <laughs> <laughs> but they've got a high self esteem because they look at life positively you know somebody's low self esteem you know, you might believe that somebody's better than you. You have a tense fear of failure, trouble saying no, uh, comparing ourselves to the world. And I mean, an mm-hmm. example, and, and this could, you know, affect anybody. I mean, there might be a job position that um, becomes available, and you know you would be the best in that job. But because your outlook in life is, uh, you know what, I don't even think they're going to, you know, the odds are against me. And... Um, the, you don't even apply for the job and That's that you, your esteem so low that you don't even apply so you don't even give yourself a chance that maybe even with your low self esteem
0: you might actually just get the job because or you'll go and apply go for the interview self sabotage and then yes. you can blame the external factor as to why it didn't happen and why you're not great because exactly. of that exactly yeah. and somebody with
1: high esteem will go you know what I'm going to apply for this position um, they, they deserve a, me exactly, I have got the tools and skills for this job and uh, yeah, I'm going to apply for this, so they're highly positive, they have got that assertive attitude of yes, you know what, I deserve this position and they actually believe that they can actually accomplish um, that goal of getting that job, so that is quite, you know, it can affect it can affect in so many ways um, if you don't have that that positive outlook, or that that looking yeah. after yourself and and having a self esteem that is that is a
0: healthy. One of the big things, and and I always harp on with my clients, is start treating yourself. Think of yourself as you would your best friend. Would you say half of the things to your best friend that you say to yourself? And they're like, No, I'll not. I could never hurt that them that way. And I'm like, But but you do it to yourself. Don't you deserve to be loved and, and, and accepted by yourself more than first and foremost? So start treating yourself better. Give yourself the same unconditional support that you give to others instead of just beating yourself up.
1: Well, that's a clause. You look at, you know, maybe when we were young, there's something that we did that we're not proud of, but we don't forgive ourselves for that. And that's why living in the now living consciously in the present you look at that you say okay i wasn't proud of that but you know what i learned from it i won't do that one again Um, and yeah maybe maybe i hurt some people but i made it right or you can make it right but forgive yourself for that mistake we are human we can make mistakes and leave that in the past deal with it leave it in the past You have learned from it that you're not going to do it now and you won't be doing it in the future. Exactly. So learn to forgive yourself. We're not perfect. We are here on this earth to learn. Nobody walking this earth is perfect. And we learn every day. And that's through failure, through mistakes, through just trying things out and going, hey, (laughs) I didn't like that. Or hell, I enjoyed that, you know.
0: I spoke to somebody last week um, from from the one group that I volunteer for and she <coughs> lost a sibling as well to suicide and she became a shitty person during that time that she was grieving, like we all do. We're going through the deepest trauma of our lives. We're going to be reactive. We're going to be, um, you know, just shitty people in, in, in general. And she's now come over that process that hurdle of the worst part of it and she's starting to realize that she hurts a few people and she sent an apology letter to 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 somebody that she feels she hurt and the person responded because she she thought the person wouldn't respond and the person responded by saying yes i was really hurt by what you said um but i'm willing to work through this and create a different relationship and you know just the fact that we've got communication and I said to her, that's amazing that the person's responded. And she's like, but, you know, she never told me she forgives me. I asked for her forgiveness. And I, and I said to her, but maybe she never judged you. And if mm-hmm. you're not judging somebody, there's no need for forgiveness. That's it. And she's like, wow, that's like, that's real. That's true. Because if, if I don't judge you, I don't need to forgive you. I can, yes, I'll be hurt by what you said, but I understand that you're in that state. So I'm not judging you. So you don't. I don't need to forgive you. And that's that's, that's what you need to treat yourself with is the same, uh, 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 uh respect and and lack of of judgment. Let go of judgment. You know, leave the judgment to to the courts. If you want to go and judge someone, become become a lawyer or a judge. That's what I always mm. say to somebody when they say to me, "Oh, but, but please don't judge me." I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, we're not in court. If I wanted to be a judge, to judge anyone, I'd go study law. And 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 that's a treat, treat yourself with the same respect. Don't judge yourself or others so that you don't need the forgiveness. And all there is is understanding and love and respect. And there are a few additional things that you can do to boost up your self-esteem. So like we had mentioned before, do something that makes you feel good. Go for that manicure. Go for the pedicure. Like for me, my nails, guys, you know, my nails, even when I wasn't working, you're like, cause you need to cut that. I'm like, but that is the one thing that I do that makes me feel good. It's, it's something small, even if it's as small as a long bubble bath or mm-hmm. whatever, something that just makes you feel good. It doesn't even have to cost money. Stay physically active exercise can improve your mood we've already spoken about this how you know exercise uh, uh, our body holds that cellular memory to the trauma to stress to all of that if you're exercising you're releasing it from the body you're releasing the endorphins which is that happy chemical that that helps to reduce depression and and um, anxiety and then think about something you're good at I have clients that I say, okay, what are you good at? Oh, nothing. I'm like, there's got to be something that you're mm-hmm. good at. Whether it's baking, whether it's cleaning, whether it's uh, building something, whether it's communicating, whether it's giving love. Think of something you're good at and focus on that. Build on that. Find a way to build on that. Even if it doesn't bring you monetary, monetary uh, satisfaction, it's going to make you feel better. Keep that gratitude journal. We've spoken about the gratitude journal. If you're looking at stuff that you're grateful for, you're going to see more stuff that you've achieved in life. And then challenge those negative thoughts. Being conscious of your thoughts. Spend time with people who make you feel good about yourself, not with people Mm -hmm. who are constantly breaking you down. Volunteer to help others. And remember that everybody makes mistakes. Like you said, because we are human We are human beings. Just be human. Be the authentic, amazing, beautiful, imperfect self that you are. It's okay. And then most importantly, celebrate your accomplishments. Both the big and the small achievements. As small as they are. Because that, like I said, increases those chemicals in the brain.
1: And your self-confidence.
0: Because you're actually achieving what you're setting out to do. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're starting, if you're somebody with low self-esteem and you're starting to build yourself up, starting to work on if you make the decision today from listening to our podcast that I'm not going to live in this misery anymore. You know, we we're born at one point and we die at the other point. How much misery do you want to live? Or how much bliss and joy and, and fun do you want to live? The choice is yours. So if you're not happy with your life, what are you going to do to change it? Let it be today that you say. I'm, I'm over this, I'm done with this, I'm making the change today, then exactly celebrate those small ones. Create small achievable goals, even if it's just making your bed today, or going to wash your hair, or washing those dishes that are piling up in the sink. That's an achievement in itself, and celebrate that, because the brain rewires itself. On the recognition of the achievements of the goal, not only the achievements of the goal. So recognize, Mm -hmm. celebrate that achievement, and then you'll start changing those those neuro-pathways in the brain. Well, Claude, you actually mentioned
1: a very valid point. We tend to think that we're going to be here forever. And we have to actually think about... Hopefully not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) know. But but we do. We live as though we're going to live forever. So... If you think like that, you think, oh, tomorrow I'll try, and uh, maybe I'll try tomorrow, uh, you know. It's another day closer to our, our time of death. Yeah. And we've actually, that's something you've got to think about as well. And exactly what you said, do you want to live your whole life to be to day in misery? Or do you want to actually make the best of living and being
0: yeah. the best that you can be? until d-day exactly exactly because all we have is right now that's why it's called the presence it's our gift to life so live the presence enjoy that gift that you have of life right now you don't know where you're going to be in five minutes time even two minutes so enjoy it for you know live for today we hope for tomorrow but we live for today I don't want to die thinking that there's stuff I haven't achieved or regret the things I never did. I'd rather regret the things I did do and the mistakes I did make because that's, hey. That's living. (laughs) At least you lived. Absolutely. I've got stories to tell. So if you're struggling, if you want to change that, and, and I have clients that say, but I want to and I just can't we've got that we've got programs we've got a workshop that we're busy working on right now to help you build that self esteem help you build your self worth with different techniques with different tools and you're welcome to contact us at any time and um we will work through this with you you don't have to do it alone and we will give you those tools that change things slowly slowly and it, before you know it you won't even realize that You're going to be someone completely different, and you won't even realize that it was that hard to get there. Um, So if you do want to get in contact with us, our email is info at azurabodymindsoul.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook as well, and we'd love to hear from you and and give you the tools and the skills to, to build that amazing life that you've dreamed of, that you that you put away because of your self-esteem and your self-worth. but that's it Claude
1: so yeah reach out if you if you would like to work with us um, otherwise we've given you great tips today you can start working on that and uh, yeah be the best self that you can be yeah
0: in the time yeah. that we've
1: been allocated
0: exactly so have an awesome week everybody and we hope to see well we will be here hopefully to speak (laughs) to you next week we're positive enough that we're gonna do this (laughs) so have an awesome week and we'll speak to you again soon bye bye